Tea Time, Midlife Edition. It's not a coffee break. It's tea time. Slow down. Relax. It's your turn. Welcome, 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 welcome. Turn the tea kettle on. Pick your favorite tea. Grab your favorite teacup. Let it steep. Add what you will. Find a cozy spot. It's tea time. Midlife edition. Welcome back to Tea Time Midlife Edition. I'm your host, Regina Young, a.k.a. Gina. Well, today's topic is being seen and heard in midlife. Today, I'm having licorice spice tea from Sash. Oh my goodness, this tea is good. I am telling you, (laughs) the aroma of the licorice is to die for. It really is. Uh, You know, some of the properties of licorice is that it boosts the immune system and it helps with PMS as well as against colds and sore throats and stuff like that. But really it is about the flavor and the way it smells. Oh, it's so delicious. It's um, actually called licorice spice and it's from sash. So really try to find it. I don't, I don't, I don't remember seeing it everywhere, but I just love that tea, but um, you know, give it a try. Now I don't know what you're doing with your, um, uh, your regimen around your health, but, uh, you know, check with your herbalist to see if this fits, you know, well, our topic today, let's get right into it. It's called, uh, being seen and heard in midlife. Um, an old wise tale that people say that, you know, like kids should not be seen and heard, but an old story too, it seems like in midlife that, uh, you should not be seen and heard either. And I'm like, that does not work. (laughs) As you get older, you're more wiser than ever. Why wouldn't you be seen and heard? So, you know, like thinking back when we were kids, it was like, okay, you know, your parents would, you know, give you permission to uh, do things or to be seen or to, uh, you know, uh, speak up or speak out, you know, it was like you, it was out of your control. So like, you know, under their watchful eye and protection, that is really the way, you know, you had a voice. Besides that, you were not seen and not heard. That's so, that's like the old way of thinking. So, um, you know, and then I notice when you get in your teens, it's like, okay, you know, you find out, oh, you have a voice. So you're demanding to be seen and heard. <laughs> and, and, and you're not going to accept any less. And then you get to your twenties and you're like, you know what? I am fearless about being seen and heard and you're going to go make it happen like no kidding and that is really you know admirable but it's blind faith it's like you know what this is going to work out and you know not knowing or not doesn't matter I'm still going to be seen and heard and then you get to your 30s you get to a place in life where it's like huh you know what I've been seen I've been heard It works out sometimes, sometimes it doesn't work out. 
but you started settling. You started, you know, being politically correct and fitting in and, and, you know, uh, keeping your head down so you wouldn't get a target on your back and speaking out less, you know. And then from that point on, that's kind of how it's the way it's gone, you know. And, you know, into your 40s and 50s, yeah, you start speaking less out and, you know, like that stuff doesn't matter as much. But yet it's, does because when you get to midlife I don't know about you but me at uh, 50 something I have it that you should still have that level of uh, um, being seen and heard like as if you were in your 20s there is should be nothing that stops you from being seen and heard you know for example like I have a friend who lives in New York, haven't seen her in years, but uh, she was 70 at the time because I no longer live in New York. But uh, she was exciting at 70. I mean, Lily, her name is Miss Irene, and uh, she lives on the Upper West Side of New York. And I'm telling you, this lady is fierce as ever. She was seen, she was heard, and uh, she wasn't, it's not about being, you know, inappropriate or loud or any of that stuff. She just had a presence about her that was extraordinary. Literally, um, at 70, she started an organization at the time was called Suda for Success. It helped welfare to work women you know, to be appropriately addressed, uh, you know, for interviews. And, uh, and it was a project that I kind of took on and with her. And it was extraordinary to see the, uh, um, the respect, the, you know, attention that people paid to her because she really had besides a presence, you know, a personal power that she brought to the table and, and, and you could not, it was undeniable, you know, um, actually in the past, let's see, year or so, I saw her in a book and I thought that was extraordinary. And the book was called Advanced Fashion by, um, Irie Seth Cohen. And it's about, you know, like being in midlife and beyond and being fabulous, like not getting small or, or, um, uh, hiding in your life because, uh, uh, the old wise tale is, you know, you're supposed to, you know, be quiet and go away. You're older now, you know, it's, you've had your turn. No, your turn is now. It's still going. <laughs> Long as you're breathing and you're still alive, it's your turn. So I, I just I just was so in awe of Miss Irene. So I had said to myself, you know what? That's who I'm gonna be in midlife and beyond. That I'm still playing full out, that I'm still, you know, um, you know, getting up and making things happen and being seen and uh, not letting anyone uh, stop me from um, sharing what I have to say, you know, out in the world. 
even though this is, you know, a time in life where all of a sudden you start to slowly notice uh, ageism kicking in, because, um, you know, for me, um, about I think about two or three jobs ago, uh, I worked at a company and I was really playing full out. I uh, was working really hard. I was, uh, you know, making things happen literally to the point that I was up for a promotion and the promotion did not happen. But meanwhile, I had the joy of watching other people around me who were younger get promoted. Every choice they made seemed like it was the right choice and it happened for them, but my choice did not. And I said, oh my gosh, is that what that is? And I said, guess what? That says volumes about you and not me, because <laughs> the bottom line is I still had my personal power and I knew that I could produce those results there or somewhere else. And I'm not going to allow you to dim my light so you can feel better about yourself or have that you feel like you have some kind of control or something over me. Not happening. So I end up, uh, um, the job ended up getting eliminated. And I was like, okay, and the company sold. So I guess all that small thinking did not serve them well. That's fair to say. But uh, um, what ended up happening is I end up creating a better and more exciting experience in the next couple jobs that I got because I never lost any of my shine. I just continue shining, just wasn't with them. And so that's why when people say, oh, ageism is uh, real, I'm like, yeah, it's real. I get it. And then I have choice to give you the power to steal my shine and dim my light. Or I have the choice to keep shining and keep being seen and keep generating myself out in the world and making something happen in the face of ageism. So um, that's just something that um, I've noticed that in midlife people um, have it that, uh, um, you know, that they, they, they don't, they can't be seen. And I'm like, you know, you have earned the right to be seen and heard. And no one gets to steal your joy away. I mean, at the end of the day, you say how it goes. This is your life. You're in control. And the destiny is for yours to take, you know, you can create, you know, I've seen uh, some really wonderful things that people have been creating in midlife. For example, my podcast, I started it, um, let's say last year in November, that's when it was created. And now it's like out in the world right now. And this is my midlife. I should be looking for a rocking chair right soon or looking to retire or something to that effect. I don't know, whatever, <laughs> whatever that is. And, and I don't have it that way. I have it. There's more life to have. And it's just up to me to create it. And, you know, to not let anyone steal my joy and never give up. But, you know, one thing that I really want to be uh, leave you with is that it was this quote that I came across and I never soon forgot this quote. It literally inspired me. I just wanted to, um, I wanted my whole world 
to be created around it. Like have it that quote, when I get up in the morning, be like one of the second thoughts besides thank you, Lord, for another now or another day, (laughs) you know, is um, no matter how you feel, this is the quote, no matter how you feel, get up, dress up, show up and never give up. And that is the quote that I totally say every day, because at the end of the day, it's up to me anyway. So I would never give anyone that kind of power over me where they decide if I should shine or not. I decide if I'm going to shine or not. So um, in midlife, I just feel like you have the, the choice. Really, it's the choice to be seen and heard. Don't give anyone permission to dim your light or shut your mouth. You've earned the right to be seen and heard midlife. This is Tea Time Midlife Edition. I look forward to talking to you next week where the topic will be being in the now, surrendering and accepting. Cheers. It's Tea Time. Midlife Edition.